This is PBE Daily Early Mornings and Late Night Podcast and my name is Point Blank Ivumbi and I, I yes, I assume full responsibility for the mistake that I made and honestly, it comes from a good place. In my one month of disappearance from making the show, I've been taking care of quite a lot. I did mention a couple of episodes back that there was a lot of work that needed to be taken care of and in my pursuit of trying to get that work done, I made the fatal mistake of letting it get to the level of me having fatigue and I was bedridden for like a week and add that to having a cold worry not i did not lose my sense of taste or smell but add that to that and it was a heavy burden that i had to take care of and even in my disappearance when i was trying to find time to at least make these 20 minute recordings i couldn't really find the perfect perspective to actually speak on also because i've been finding it borderline difficult to speak from a true place and speak from a positive place and speak to solutions of things when a lot of what I was seeing around the world was going in a very dangerous direction. And I say that to say this, I have seen a lot of uh, movements take shape and have them fall on the wayside because it seems as if the people who are making those movements are just trying to ride specific waves. I have seen um, individuals, predominantly in the West, be accused of uh, sexual assault and have them come forward with information that actually redacts everything that those people were being accused of and actually it proves that those guys were falsely accusing them and then no action be taken and no precedent be set by the western media i've seen what should be a strengthening force of unity and equality be turned into a tool for guys to try and make themselves more famous and make themselves become even more popular and even by doing so end up falling short in that which they do and i personally have to say i cannot play holier than thou because lord knows i am not i have tried my level best to try be in any way that i possibly can in all my crafts in all my works in all my dealings to not just be another individual who just came up and became this other johnny come lately who isn't trying to make the world a better place is more destructive to what the world is and what the world could be i never want to be the 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 burden to not only you who listens to me but not a burden to also the people who take the time to even take initiative in calling me to do business with them or to interact with them so i take that with very very great responsibility and some of the episodes that i've created here actually led to more conversations to be had and even confrontations in the sense of what i really meant in certain episodes and i really appreciate when that happens because it means that that which is my endeavor is serving the purpose it's supposed to serve i've always wanted pbe daily early mornings and late night podcast to be a place where we swirl ideas and we take the time to actually find our own individual perspectives in that which we do I can't live my life saying that I was just quoting statements that people have made in the past and not having put them in the context of my existence in the present. And in my hiatus, I I just felt when I come back, I have to come back when I'm fully ready to actually speak. And even in the days when I'd come back home and I'd look at the microphone and I'm thinking about if I should make a recording or not, I knew I wasn't in the right space of mind to actually do it because I'm trying to get a deadline out of the way. And that's one thing that you should really know about me. When I get tunnel vision of that which I'm trying to achieve, there's no wavering from that and in many cases it could be in regards to commerce of the different businesses that i'm doing or in the partnerships that i have of which one of them has just taken another great leap which i let the world know about it once the ink is dry and 
when you think about all these things and take all of these things into context and into consideration, I wouldn't want us to live our lives thinking that we didn't try our best to do the best of us, right? And in my case, I try so hard to make the best version of myself. And in that endeavor, I tend to fail in realizing that, well, you need to be alive to do it. So you need to take better care of yourself. I've been taking very, very poor care of myself. And in doing so, I got to learn a few things about myself that I feel I should actually highlight them in this episode. For the first time in, in my life, as far as my professional life is concerned, I've gotten to a point where my mortality is very very present in my mind in the sense of there are certain things i used to be able to pull off as far as how i could work work a deadline and how i could pull off a, a particular commission and the older i get the the more it feels as if the aggressive angle i took in my early 20s and spending my entire 20s working as hard as i possibly can i'm now not as able to be as active but i can still make things as potent as possible even in the few pieces of work i get to do i have greatly improved in the way i make my work i've greatly improved in the way i communicate with my clients and people who could be my clients but i've decided to not take in their commissions i've greatly calmed down from having to not speak from a position of ego and having to not speak from how i would like a statement to be phrased or a statement to be put into context but the one thing that I think is my greatest lesson, and it, it it's hard for me to even say it out loud, but I'm, I'm, I'm learning how to say it out loud because I think it's an affirmation of that which needs to be said. I am learning to not hold on too tight to the reins of responsibility. It, it, it's not easy for me to say I've been a lone ranger and a lone wolf and a guy who just tries to do his endeavors his way and just moving to the sound of his own drum beat for so long and to reach a level now that I can safely say I have people around me in my entertainment life, in my personal life and in my social interactions who are willing to help me be okay in saying that I can't pull certain things off when i got sick i had the lowest of lows in the sense of i didn't have any currency in my pocket to actually be able to even get medication for myself i couldn't afford to truly feed myself in the kind of way i would like to i mean i had just the stored foods in the crib and sometimes your taste buds want something different and even in wanting to add those elements i I didn't know how to even start figuring out how to do that and my closest of friends of which they're, they're approximately five six they took the time to actually make sure I had meal prep to make sure I, I could eat every day of the week as I get my strength back and fight the cold that, and fatigue that I was going through. And in my professional life, I have to really be grateful for these people. Uh, the radio show I got involved in uh, 15 weeks ago, and this this show, the team that makes the show did one thing for me that it, it was... I didn't even expect it and it's, it, it chokes me up when I say it because I've never experienced it before. They they knew I wasn't feeling well during one show because I was starting to feel like the symptoms of being sick were kicking in and they'd check on me every day of the week until the day they, that they realized from my tone of my voice that I'm not okay. They took the time to get me the medication and had it, have it sent to me and brought to me to my doorstep. And I took the medication and I was able to gain my strength back. So add meal prep from your, your closest of friends and medication from the people who you work with. 
and then in a week's time two weeks time actually i think it was a two week period i was able to gain my strength back and i was able to get back on my feet and the first thing they did when we sat down together before we had our first broadcast together they gave me like a proper talking to like it felt like an intervention they sat down they told me like dude you have to say when things are bad you have to speak you're part of a team it's the first time where the words you're part of a team truly meant something no disrespect to the people who I grew up with back in the day but this is the first time a person said you're part of a team and I knew I was part of a team I knew I was part of a machine I knew I was part of a moving mechanism and I didn't know how to respond to that except telling them I'm, I'm learning how to let go of certain things I've always been the person whose first thing to say is I'll take care of it myself I'll push myself to do things right and even in the period when I was getting sick I knew I'd take care of it I just had to have a s- small burst of strength finish a couple of drawings and I'd get some money out of that and I'd be able to take care of what I need to take care of and take care of myself in the process I had that plan mapped out but when even I couldn't have the strength to sit on that computer and sit on that desk and do the job let me tell you this Another thing that made this team even more significant to me is when they started telling me about their experiences with fatigue. Because in real essence, when I felt a cold coming in and then the next thing you know I'm feeling a breeze hitting me and I I'm feeling like it's almost like pneumonia, but I can't lift my own body. They told me if you think about it correctly, in the 4 months of COVID you've been working non-stop back to back and that leads to fatigue. and they told me about their testimonials about fatigue and how they've experienced fatigue and some of them it got so bad that they couldn't climb up a staircase they couldn't hold a paper cup to fetch water now you think about all those things and it makes my situation a little bit trivial because at least they i have them they didn't have what i have as far as the team around me at that time I can safely say there's at least 10 people I know I can call and tell them I feel a certain way and they'll they'll be willing to talk to me about it or just have me just to talk my 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 mind my my mind out and just free my thoughts to be in a position of that is something I've never really experienced the adventures that I wanted to get into in the second week of July I wasn't able to make a move on them because I couldn't function, I couldn't move, I couldn't sit down for more than 5 minutes without feeling the need to lie down. You have no idea how bad and how vulnerable that is, especially when you consider that most cases clients don't seem to understand that. And they not they're not supposed to understand that. It was supposed to be my job to make sure I get things going and to make sure I take care of myself at the same time. John Romita Jr is one of my favorite comic book artists of all, of all time and he said this and he's a professional comic book artist published. He's, he's the guy who illustrated the, the the comic book Kickass before it turned into a movie. And this guy said this thing that sucks about this job and I'm paraphrasing. The thing that sucks about this job is you don't get sick days. you don't get sick days so you make sure you have your vitamins you make sure you have your protein you make sure you have all your, your old meal prep make sure you take care of all those things because there are no sick days you don't get that privilege you don't get to say i was sick that day the deadline was the deadline and it's one of the things when i heard him say that and i thought about how in many cases when i think about the stuff that i create in this podcast included I, i i try as much as possible to make sure i can churn out as much material as i possibly can and to do it in a poignant way and to do it with material that actually makes sense not only to to me but that would make sense to you and 
when I think about all that, sometimes I, I, I don't mind taking my time to do certain things. And I keep on being told like, yo, don't wait too long because you could miss your bubble. And every time I'm being told that, I, I, I find it hard to tell the person who tells me that, that, that I don't really care about the bubble because who defines the bubble in the first place? And to justify that to myself in my head, I think about how many times people have re-released their, their material, re-released their albums, re-released their records, and then they keep on saying that, yo, that record didn't get the chance to get a proper reception when it was re-released because the audience had already uh, progressed past a certain point. Yet I'm the same person who I would go back and watch a movie from like the 1970s or the 1950s or the 1980s because I'm curious about a specific aesthetic thing. And I'd like to think that there are many people like me who would do the same thing of different things that they're passionate about. I've never liked the idea of being told that something can have limitations. The only thing I know and I'm fully aware of that has limitations is the physical being, the mortal flesh. My body has its limitations and I need to respect those limitations and I need to adapt accordingly to make sure that those limitations don't always come to the fore. Every time I've had a fatigue attack, it's because I've pushed my body to every freaking limitation it thought it had. And once I knew where that line existed, I then tried to change my ways. But I, I am guilty of running wild when I'm in a creative fever and when I'm trying to get some things accomplished. I sometimes, I often, let's not say sometimes, I often forget what the basics are. I am guilty of this. And in my attempt to try find my own way back, it's really good to know that as I'm rediscovering what what I could find as a normal for myself, the thing I truly am grateful for is for the first time ever, I can say there are people who make it easy for me to not have to do everything by myself. They have taken the reins of the things that could be passed on to the next man. That which I, only I can handle, I will do my very best version of that. But that which can be passed on to the next man, they are willing to step into the place and actually do that which needs to be done. And I cannot tell you how fulfilling it is to have that. I'm ecstatic that I've gotten to that level. Granted, I have been claiming the tag of lone wolf for the longest time. Yet to find out a year after, since the time I actually started making this podcast, a year after calling myself the lone wolf, I find myself in a pack and I didn't notice it. That I'm part of a pack now makes me feel free, makes me feel relaxed, makes me feel like I can actually focus on that which I truly, truly, truly care for, makes me feel as if I'm able to surpass even that which I thought was limitation for myself and above all it makes me know that I can achieve that aim I have within me of being the greatest version of myself I possibly can be and as time goes by when I start hearing more I mean sometimes I'm, I'm so lost in the moment I don't even realize I haven't made certain calls I'm supposed to make even if it's just a social call to just talk to someone and I'll put it to you this way to the ladies out there sometimes when I reach out to just talk to you, the agenda is to talk. I'm not trying to be over, overly sexual or overly lust-driven, but sometimes I just want to talk. The moments for the lust and 
sexual drive will exist. I will not say that that doesn't exist. It does exist. And the few who've gotten that call know who I am <laughs> and how I function in that light. But when it comes to sometimes just wanting to be able to converse with a person of the opposite sex, just to talk, I take it in. And it's literally because I sometimes don't mind being the person in the friend zone or being a person who happens to be male but just wants to speak to a person's mind. I am learning to better express everything that I am. I never like showing weakness. I'm learning to let myself put that in the forefront. Notice how hard it is for me to, to even say it out loud. But I'm learning. I'm trying my best to learn. Older I get, the more I realize that some things you just have to let them take their course. And as I learn, I do appreciate one thing about you guys. You continue to support this podcast because in the in the month that I haven't done an episode, to get 191 new listens is such a big deal for me because it means I truly have been trying to do things right. And you can tell from every episode you hear. To get responses and having people actually retweet and, and and even hit my, my Instagram up about stuff that they heard here and trying to see where I was coming from when I spoke on it. I am grateful for that because I'd like this to be one of the few podcasts you guys came across that didn't play the game that everyone else is playing, which is trying to trigger you, trying to get you up in arms about something that I truly don't care about, trying to not provide you with solutions for things you actually do. Like just last night, I had a conversation with a lady and the thing I loved about the entire conversation with this lady is she, everything she said, there was, it's like this, but this is how it's fixed. Without saying that this is how I fixed it, it's just like, well, we did this and then everything was cool. I love progressive conversations. I love conversations that come with solutions tied in. Now, we're not all as strong as we wish to be. We all need to check on our strong friends. I still would like us all to use these times when we've been told to social distance and stay away from each other for the sake of keeping each other safe. Learn to better know you. Just better adapt to you, regardless of the circumstances that are around you right now. Be it the fiscal, be it the, the mental, be it the, the social, be it the the loss of a friend, the loss of family and all this, I, I really, really would like you to take the time to just love you and better know you. I've been trying to do that for the last two years, going on three right now, and I've been better for it. By being so introverted and focused on myself to better myself, I think I've been a better person to be around to the few I've gotten to be around. I think I've been a better person to communicate with and do trade with because I took the time to just do me. And my hope is, as I've discovered that I can't do everything by myself and I'm glad I have people that could actually pass the reins to, I hope you guys get to have the same gift happen to you because it it is such a weight off my shoulders and I can't even begin to tell you how how much peace that gives me. But with that in mind, I thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. Even though it's a month overdue that I've made an episode, I may just come up with a couple of episodes and just have them lined up and just put out so that when you get to them, you get to them. Until next time, be Caesar or be nothing at all. God bless. I love you. Be good. One.